this episode, Rag and Court Talk have a special guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be talking with actor and director Max Martini. Max has several upcoming projects in 2019, including a new Netflix series dropping this year. Tonight we're here to discuss his lead role in his new film, Sergeant Will Gardner. The film tells the story of Iraq war veteran Will Gardner as he struggles with PTSD and a traumatic brain injury he suffered during the war. He's back stateside, but having a hard time adjusting to civilian life. Sergeant Will Gardner will be in theaters and available on demand and on digital on January 11th. Mona Vista Productions will donate a portion of the film's proceeds to three charities which support veterans suffering from traumatic brain injury, TBI, PTSD, and veteran homelessness. Three charities are Higher Ground, Warrior's Heart, and the Gary Sinise Foundation. Just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev, and he's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep updated on latest articles as they're being posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? I believe we might be on Facebook. We're on Facebook a couple of times. We have our Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom podcast group where we talk about anything and everything under the sun we also have our van helsing pure fandom facebook group where if you enjoy the sci-fi series van helsing we have a lot of great people over there who are doing some cool videos they share their art and some of the actors even drop by to comment on different episodes or give us some behind the scenes stuff so go ahead and join us over there if you like Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Max. Uh, we're here to talk about your new film, Sergeant Will Gardner. And I just want to say that that this film was so powerful. You did a really amazing job of capturing this really heartbreaking reality that so many of our vets face every day. So I want to thank you for doing that. That's so nice. You Thank you very much. I appreciate that. No, no problem. So uh, Max, this film was your baby. You're the writer, director, producer, and lead actor. Talk to us about this project. Like, when did you start writing this and what gave you the inspiration to do it? Well, I was, uh, well, I, I, I used to be on a, a series for CBS called The Unit. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a military show that went for about four years. And <clears throat> while we were filming the, the series, uh, myself and, and a few of the other castmates, orchestrated a trip to the Middle East. Uh, to give you the short of it, I went over, I, you know, I, I befriended uh, an army ranger over there that, that I'm still in contact with today. And, and uh, we, uh, we, we kept, we stayed in communication while he was in combat. And when he, and, and additionally, when he returned to the United States, but while he was in combat, he, started voicing uh, some some frustrations with some symptoms that he was having that were typical of traumatic brain injury. He had survived a couple IEDs. Uh, I think he lost his entire team on one. He was the only survivor on one of them. And, uh, and you know, he started telling me that he was having anxiety issues he was having anger issues he was uh you know suffering from sleep deprivation and and he was terrified to come forward and ask for help for fear of being stigmatized or or uh ridiculed or demoted even you know so i don't know i think uh you know i i didn't have any any 
I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't advise him, <clears throat> you know, as to what to do, but I, but, but other than console him. And, uh, and when he came back, uh, from combat, you know, as a result of these injuries, emotional and physical, he, you know, he lost, he couldn't hold his job down. He lost that. His wife left. He fell homeless for a brief period. So th- he really had a horrible experience, uh, reintegrating. And, you know, it, it, it inspired me. This was at the head of the war, mind you. And it, it, it inspired me to, uh, try to create some form of service in, in, you know, in whatever way I could. And, and what I came up with was a film that, you know, would maybe, uh, not beat people over the head, but, you know, that, that worked as a movie was entertaining, but also, you know, had a, a, a significant statement, social statement and, and, uh, you know, could potentially raise and maintain a level of awareness and also raise money, uh, for charities that supported, you know, our, our veterans, uh, post-combat. And was that the inspiration too, for creating will and the story for that as well? Yeah, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to show, uh, a character that was going through these, you know, the, through that was having this experience, uh, uh, with his injuries, but yet remained heroic, you know, and remained a, an inspiration, uh, you know, and I think one of the intentions behind the film is, is to show this character, to show the healing, you know, so Will Gardner in the movie, uh, you know, he, he sets across the country to reclaim his, his, uh, relationship with his son, Mm-hmm. You know, to show that he that he's capable of being a father. This is someone that when you meet him, he's displaced, and you know, and and to show the love that still exists between him and his and his wife. And you know, uh, he lays some survivor's guilt to rest, and uh, and is inspired to not only heal himself, but you know, uh, heal others. You know, because I think that you know, I think I actually put this in the movie and, and some of the dialogue that that being a survivor, uh, other veterans will listen to you because you've had you, you've gone through the same experiences. They're more apt to to take your advice, and and so you know, I wanted to to not just make it a Hollywood movie about you know, someone suffering, you know, from his combat experience, but really actually make it something inspiring, uh, you know, and also show a guy that's not a tier one operator. That's not a, a you know, a Navy seal or a Delta force guy, which, you know, we're overloaded with at this point in, in Hollywood. And, and, but to show like a regular infantry man, which is so much of the bulk of our, our armed forces, you know, Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that message definitely carried through um, him as the everyman. Like, you, you totally yeah. made sure that that played out correctly. Brad? Yeah. I, I, okay. I took a lot from the, the movie. I'm a veteran, Navy veteran. Um, and oh, thank you. Free service. Oh, no problem. It was out of high school. It was where to go. And uh, ended up in uh, yeah, yeah. Desert Shield in, in, you know, 89 to 93 is when I was in. And... Uh-huh. This movie, I mean, it took a, 
it was a big impact on me when I was watching it. And also, it was another thing. It was, it's dealing with a homeless uh, population of veterans that we have out there that a lot of people overlook. And they overlook the, the brain injuries and trauma that they've gone through and stuff like this. In some areas of the nation, uh-huh. you don't see that. Like, I'm in the Midwest, and you don't see it as much as you do. In some other areas, I was out in Colorado not that long ago, and there's a lot of military bases around there, and the homeless population out there is insane. It's There's so many people out on the streets, which is a lot of them are veterans who have gone through this. And this film, getting it out there, will help open the eyes to a lot of people because as, you know, as you're watching it, and there's like a scene in the show where he's basically – broken down and asking for money and a lot of people don't pay any attention to the veterans that are that are homeless and they don't pay any attention because you know out of sight out of mind and i hope this movie actually helps open the eyes of people for to understand what these people have gone through i'm so happy that that you're saying this because that you know i really wanted to communicate that you know we're i think everybody at some point is guilty of not, you know, avoiding eye contact with somebody that's, that's the homeless, that's asking for money, that's asking for assistance, you know, and it's in, in, in when I started the process of writing this film, I, you know, that was one of the things that really stuck out to me. It's one, it's also something that, that I'm involved with uh, through one of the charities, you know, is that the, 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 the man or woman on the street that, you know, that you're avoiding eye contact potentially could have served your country, you know, and, and potentially, uh, you know, put his or her life on the line, you know, to ensure that you enjoy your freedom as an American. So it's, it's really, uh, it's important to me that, that to, to, to shed light on that exactly, like you said, and, and uh, one of the, the charities that we're supporting uh, it's called Higher Ground. They're they're based out of uh, Sun Valley, Idaho, but they and they treat veterans using recreational therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the foundation has a, a three year follow up with its veterans, which is incredible. So after you've gone through therapy, they stay on you for three years to make sure that you're that you're uh, you're still recovering and and that you're you're reintegrating. Uh, and they opened up a branch in Los Angeles that is uh, addressing and working with the homeless veteran community in Southern California, which is great. Um, you know, we, uh, people, I don't know if people realize, but it's very difficult to, to be accurate with the homeless uh, community and the homeless veteran community. Yeah. We, we have a, a card at the end of the film with uh, some statistics uh, being the number of homeless veterans that, that are uh, at, are on the streets of America at any given moment, it's fifty thousand plus. Although it's tough to accurate, so to be accurate with that number, uh, there were three hundred thousand plus diagnosed cases of traumatic brain injury, combat-related traumatic brain injuries, uh, in two thousand and fifteen. There was an inspector general's report that stated that over 300,000 veterans, and this is horrible, died awaiting pending health care claims. And I think we're still hovering in and around 20 to 22 a day taking their lives. So, you know, uh, the numbers are sobering and, and they're at crisis level still, and it's not front page news in the U.S. and it should be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so hopefully uh, that card we put there as a reminder that, you know, uh, you know, these kids and, and let me emphasize kids. Uh, I'm going to guess I've been to the, you know, I, like I said, I went to Iraq and Afghanistan twice, but the, 
but that was one of the first things that I really recognized was the average age of our uh, service member. It seemed to be somewhere in between 18 and 23. Uh, you would probably know better than, than, than me having served, but uh, that's that was what I, you know, and, and you go, if you were recruiting these kids from uh, strip malls and, you know, into a voluntary uh, uh, military you know, we really have to give them the red carpet healthcare treatment when they return from combat. Otherwise, what's the incentive to join and how, what kind of an example are we setting? Absolutely. You know, if, if we, you know what I mean? And if we, yeah. I'll just end it on this thought, but if we, if we put as much into uh, helping our service people uh, uh reintegrate again for, you know, back into society as we do preparing them for combat, uh, we would have uh, the, the the situation would be less grave, right? Yeah, I was seventeen when I joined, and eighteen when I got out of boot camp. So <laughs> that's right there. That yeah. was that was where I was at. I was just straight out of high school, right there, and stuck in charge of right. doing stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that's the choice for a lot of people. Either you're going away to college, you're getting a job, or you're going into the military. Like uh, that's yeah. some things people's parents tell them. Like I need you to do something and you do one of these three things and that's the choice some individuals make. And like you said, we need a whole better system for helping these guys. Like in ladies, they just do yeah. so much for us. I th- you know, there's, I have a lot of friends now having been in, in all these military films and, you know, and the TV show and, uh, but, you know, my base of friends is largely military now. And, and, uh, you know, and I have buddies, and I, I've talked to a lot of people that that have had a great experience with the VA, that that you know have gotten all their benefits, and and uh, you know are are uh, really you know uh, taking taking advantage of the system, but it's very difficult to navigate, and there's so many that uh, that don't have that experience. Uh, you know, one of the, the 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 Army Ranger that I told you that I met in the Middle East. I mean, it took him. Uh, I think it took him six years to get to 20% mm-hmm. and eight years to get to 80. And then one of our cast members is actually uh, military. One of the lead actors, the Luis Bordonada that played the amputee, mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, he was an, he was in the army. He jumped a plane, his, his canopy got tangled and he bounced hit the ground and survived. And, uh, and he came in, he told when we were auditioning, he, uh, you know, he said it took him 10 years to get 10%. Wow. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's the, you know, there's a system there. It's faulty, uh, you know, and I think we just keep raising, uh, you know, we just keep uh, racking focus to that until it's fixed, but without, these private uh, charities and foundations, I mean, they're just doing incredible work and we really need to support them, you know, so that's really the, the force driving this movie. Definitely. Definitely. So I have a question for you. What was this your first time stepping behind the camera as director? It was, and, and it was such a great experience. You know, it's when we, uh, when we finally got the money to do this movie, uh, at the time I had a different director, I had a different lead actor, uh, had a different DP, you know, and, and, and like really high profile guys attached Mm -hmm. to this. And, uh, and when we got the money, everybody was unavailable. And so (laughs) my producing partner, 
you know, was like, Max, buddy, I think you're up. And, and, uh, so I stepped into both roles, uh, and I think it was for the best, you know, because I got to tell, uh, my, my story as I envisioned it and, and not, you know, I, I didn't have to turn it over to someone else's interpretation. So I think, uh, it was the best thing that happened, that could have happened at the end of the day. No, definitely. I agree. Like the, the passion in this movie like comes through. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, it was, it was a really amazing experience in that, you know, the, the, from the cast to the crew, I mean, every, when we were interviewing, uh, even crew members, um, you know, we, uh, they were really passionate and, 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 and vocal about wanting to be involved with this because, uh, because it served a purpose, you know, and I think, uh, these kinds of projects don't come around often. I don't think Hollywood's ever done a movie that's given back to charity that I'm aware of. Uh, but you know, because of our, uh, charitable, uh, efforts, you know, we were, the unions cut us deals. I mean, the Teamsters in New Mexico were amazing to work with. Uh, we really had uh, a great experience with people across the board. And in this movie, Will Gardner Jr. is played by a young Leo Martini. Has your son been bitten by the acting bug as well? (laughs) You know what's funny is he he petitioned really hard uh, for that role, and I was like, oh my god, because you know it was a big part, and mm-hmm. I was a little scared that he hadn't acted, and you know he really could have uh, broken the film. You know, I mean, it, it, if if it failed, but he he went to acting class, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a lot of time ahead of the game to to work together. And I thought he was amazing, and uh, and he doesn't want to act. He has no desire to act. He wants to uh, <laughs> to play soccer, and that's it. So, you know, and and uh, my agents have all, uh, you know, they've all made the inquiring phone calls, but uh, he's just not interested. <laughs> oh, that's okay. He's got time to be a kid. That's Which awesome. I'm okay with, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, So I just want to say, like, there were a lot of heavy moments in the movie, which were perfect, but I also love the balance of humor. (laughs) The Brian Cranston bit was perfect, so thank you again for that. (laughs) All right. Uh, And So we're going to get ready to wrap things up. Um, I have a question I always ask during these interviews. Uh, In a time when everything merits a reboot, what would be the show or movie that you would love to star in, and what character would you play? In a reboot? Yeah, oh anything you want to well, read. I'm going to, you know, I, th- this is, I'm not going to go back very far, but uh, one of my favorite movies and, 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 and characters that, that I just, I, I, and what I love, the, I love the actors so much, but uh, if there was a chance for me to redo Crazy Heart, Yes. Uh, I would love to jump into Jeff Bridges' role. I thought he was one. I, one, he's one of my favorite actors, but it's just something that you know. I, I'm a huge country western fan, yeah. uh, country music fan, and and uh, you know, spent half of my life in Texas, and I really, I just went, oh god, I wish I could have played that. So <laughs> there you go, Crazy Heart. All right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna put that out in the air. It could happen. Come on, <laughs> there Reboots. you go. A plenty. So where can there people you find you on social media and find out about the movie? And the charities. That's actually the best way to stay up with us. Um, my personal Instagram is Max Martini LA, and I'll be posting to that. The Twitter, the Instagram has uh, seems to be catching speed a little bit quicker. The Twitter is at Max Martini LA, so it's the same handle. 
but we uh, will be posting as the movie once we once we release. But additionally, and I think this is really important, I want to make uh, quite a spectacle of the give back to these charities. So we'll be posting uh, as soon as we get into profits and we start sending money to these charities. There'll be a lot of uh, we'll draw a lot of attention to that. So please follow us. That'd be great. Definitely. Absolutely. So yeah, this movie drops January the 11th. So make sure you guys get out there and see it. it it's awesome. You want to see it. And like he said, they're giving back to some awesome charities. Uh, you said Higher Ground, Warrior's Heart, and the Gary Sinise Foundation. And we want to thank you so much for coming out and talking with us tonight. We love what you do with the movie. Getting the message out there is the best thing out there. Everybody needs to recognize the vets that are here and what they've gone through. Absolutely. I so appreciate you guys having me on the show. Thank you so much for uh, for giving us the push. Uh, thank oh. you so much for taking time out and talking with us. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Guys. You All right, Thank you. Thanks. Okay. That was a great interview. Everybody really needs to see this movie. Oh, for sure. Like, it's a really touching movie. And like I said, there is a great amount of humor in there as well. It's a very powerful movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I just, yeah, definitely. You need to watch the movie. I can't say enough things about it. Yeah. And like, this cast is outstanding. You have um, you have Max. You have Gary Sinise. You have um, Lily Rabb, who is amazing. You have Omari Harwick. Uh, I, if you didn't know it, he also played Ghost. Uh, or he plays Ghost in Stars' Power. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a laundry list of names in it. It's awesome. Oh, Robert Patrick. Oh yes, yeah, Robert Patrick. Because oh, he was in the unit with my Max. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I, I used to love that show. Yeah. Oh man, well, I wanted to talk to him about it, but uh, I want we yeah, had to talk. About we the ran movie, out of so time. It was good. So we, I know, I know. Yeah, we we had a bunch of other questions, but we had a time scale that we had to stick to. So you know, yeah. it, that's what happens. And, yeah, like I, I like that part where um like. His call sign in this movie uh, was Ghost, mm-hmm. and Omari Horowitz's character in Power, like his his name is Ghost. Hmm. Coincidence or on purpose? Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Well, yeah, definitely check it out when it comes out, people. Go and watch it and donate to the charities, man. I'm serious. Yeah, don't just go see it. Go yeah. see it and donate to the charities. Go see it and donate to the charities. They're very important. They help a lot of people. Yes. And pay attention to those people when you see them on the streets, too. Absolutely. Like they've, they've done a lot for us. Yes, definitely. And if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magician, Siren, Krypton, Van Helsing, Channel Zero, 12 Monkeys, and some other awesome shows. Winona Earp. Winona Earp, yes. <laughs> there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. And if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, or if you've seen the movie at this point in time, make sure you drop us a comment or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or something just to let us know what you thought of it. Yes, definitely. And until next time, when you see a vet, thank a vet. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.